0: Open door, my weekly market review, July 30th, 2023. To the surprise of precisely nobody, the Federal Reserve resumed its campaign of interest rate increases on Wednesday, pushing its target Fed funds rate up another quarter of a percentage point to a five and a quarter to five and a half percent range, the highest level since J-Lo joined forces with Ja Rule to point out that she was real back in 2001. It marked the 11th increase since March 2022, at which time the rate was near zero. There were only the slightest of tweaks to the wording of the committee's eagerly awaited June policy statement, and no hint that the Fed might react to the improved and improving inflation data of recent weeks by pausing its hikes. This left the door wide open to more interest rate increases. But the central bank fell short of saying that it was definitely going to walk through it. The market probability of a hike at the next meeting in September is now 20%. In his press conference, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, who stated that he didn't believe inflation would return to the Fed's 2% target until 2025, gave no guidance regarding the next meeting and no clue whatsoever as to what the Fed's parameters are for deciding to either hike further, suspend the rate campaign, or eventually cut rates. This felt like an infuriating say-nothing stunt that left investors none the wiser about future Fed intentions. And we all know what happens when there is an information vacuum like this. The market will just fill it with its own thoughts and ideas. Initially, investors were disappointed and confused by the lack of information and seemed paralyzed with indecision. The S&P 500 large cap and Russell 2000 small cap indexes finished the day almost completely unchanged, with the NASDAQ slightly lower. Incidentally, readers may have noticed that unlike most non-financial news outlets, I seldom reference the popular Dow Jones Industrial Average in this report. That's because it's a ridiculous, stupid index. So, I won't bother mentioning that it notched a 13th consecutive daily gain on Wednesday, a feat not achieved since 1987, before the streak finally came to an end on Thursday. As the week continued, markets began to fill that information vacuum, deciding that they had learned absolutely nothing new And therefore we're right back to where we were on Tuesday with the same expectations and risks and an unchanged timeline for a pause and eventual rate cuts that has helped drive stocks higher in 2023. Thursday saw a stock market pullback, but as long as the three pillars of this rally remain in place, that's solid economic data and hope for a soft or no landing, disinflation, and a near-term end to Fed rate hikes, these kind of retreats will probably be short-lived and pretty shallow, and so it proved on Friday, when stock prices resumed their upward march in earnest. The European central bank, ECB, mimicked the Fed on Thursday, raising for the ninth straight meeting by a quarter of a point to 3.75, and itself leaving the door open to additional future hikes. ECB chief Christine Lagarde was certainly more forthcoming than her Fed counterpart. What I can assure you of is we are not going to cut, she said. We want to break the back of inflation. The Bank of Japan surprised markets with its own version of a rate hike on Friday, which is essentially loosening its rigid control of the country's interest rate ceiling. U.S. economic data continued to spectacularly impress last week and it's clear that we are currently a million miles away from a recession. The Personal Consumption Expenditures PCE price index used by the Fed to measure inflation exactly confirmed the latest CPI rate of retail inflation by falling to 3% annualized, down from 3.8 the previous month and the lowest since March 2021. There was plenty more besides. Second quarter gross domestic product, GDP, obliterated expectations, increasing at an eye-popping annual rate of 2.4%, according to the second estimate of three. Durable goods far outpaced projections. Pending home sales jumped for the first time in four months. Weekly jobless claims moved lower. The quarterly employment cost index, a broad measure of wages and benefits, increased 1% in the second quarter, its slowest advance since 2021. Consumer confidence rose to a two-year high. Truckloads of Q2 earnings were released last week as well. And despite some disappointments, Microsoft, Exxon, Snap, T-Mobile, eBay, Juniper, Chipotle, and Bristol Myers – The broad narrative was net positive. Meta Facebook, Alphabet Google, Procter & Gamble, Boeing, Verizon, Intel, GE, Comcast, Ford, 3M, Roku, and Royal Caribbean. The expected 8% overall decline in U.S. corporate earnings coming into this results season is looking more and more off base by the day. Markets have now embraced the idea that there will be no economic slowdown just as aggressively as they believed at the start of the year, that there would be an unavoidable nasty downturn. And in the same way as these predictions proved to be too grim, the current view likely understates the risks over the coming quarters. The stock market is pricing in no more Fed rate hikes and interest rate cuts beginning in the first half of 2024. Disappointment on either count is where some of the biggest risks lie.